Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Tuesday. That means Aaron Rodgers has spoken into a phone, microphone, what have you, uh, broadcast there on the old YouTube to Pat McAfee's program and beyond. And everybody gets to spend the next week taking apart quotes and trying to guess what they might infer while he's responding to everybody responding to quotes from last week and trying to figure out what they infer. And the cycle continues for the next month, maybe. God, I hope not. Uh, but that's the media landscape we're living in. But what I want to talk about today, at least initially, before I get to all the fine, fine folks in the comment section already building up and chatting and good to see everybody. Um, Jordan Love is ready to play. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers very well could come back and start for the Green Bay Packers this year. But at this point, he is ready to play. And the only way he's going to get better and or continue to develop is by playing. I do not doubt for a moment that one of the reasons the Packers kind of ran it back with Aaron Rodgers last offseason was because of the fact that they thought Jordan Love wasn't ready to play. And I think that's not a crazy kind of, you know, assumption. You look at the way he's progressed since the moment he was drafted that first year. Obviously, a lot's been made about the fact that there was basically no offseason because of the pandemic. Uh, we had that very truncated sort of training camp uh, there in Green Bay. And then basically he was on the shelf as the number three quarterback behind Tim Boyle for the entirety of his rookie season. Fast forward to that next year, he finally got the opportunity to get a lot more reps, a full offseason under his belt, a full training camp, uh, spot duty here and there. Didn't look great in his one start. Clearly, I don't think anybody anybody with a reasonable expectation really thought anything else was going to be the case. But I will say, if you go back and watch that game against Kansas City, he plays a lot better than I think many people would remember. Um, especially considering the consideration, uh, considering the situation and the way that Spagnola kind of basically brought the house every third down opportunity. Um, they, they clearly the offensive line played poorly that day. Aaron was Aaron was on the shelf. Uh, Jordan was off to say the least on some of his throws that he was required to make outside the pocket, and he was outside the pocket a lot because of the pressure. But if you look at the plays that, you know, where he could actually stand back there and fire, um, especially coming off of his own goal line in the shadow of his own end zone, he played extremely well. Um, shockingly so. If you go back just only with the hazy memory of, oh, Jordan Love is terrible that game, he very much was not. Um, yes, there's clearly lots to work on coming out of that performance. But you go off of that and whatever other, you know, practice setting stuff they got from Jordan, they probably. I think correctly surmise like no, we got to give him at least one more year. Now, here's the thing. Jordan looked much better this summer. I'm not going to say he was lights out, but he looked improved, like continuing to develop, continuing to improve, which is what you want from a young guy. You look at his time, the kind of mop up duty he had throughout the year. Saw a guy who's decisive, a guy who knows how to operate the offense, certainly knew how to move, move the chains, etc. I think the real kind of, turning point for Jordan is that you know experience he got against the Eagles now I'm not sitting here pretending that was anything other than what it was a situation where they're down multiple scores and that defense is certainly playing 
I'm not going to say vanilla. I'm not even going to say playing prevent because that's certainly not what it was. But they're playing with a lead and they're making sure everything stays in front of them. Now, all of that said, Jordan does a phenomenal job of commanding the offense and knowing where to go with the football and getting the ball out in rhythm and in time for the most part. In fact, I think probably his best throw in that entire sequence is the one that's dropped by Aaron Jones at the right sideline. That's a hell of a throw. Uh, cover two beater there in the turkey hole, as they like to call it. But that's the first kind of action where you can see he's got total command of the offense, can make every throw required, and nothing looks too big for him or too fast for him. And that's a pretty important distinction. And that tells you, if you're sitting there trying to evaluate his development, that, okay, he's ready for the next step. What's the next step? Playing a lot, being a starter, operating an offense week in and week out having a game plan and an offense designed, tailored to his strengths. Again, I'm not saying that this automatically means that he's going to be the starter. They're going to, this means they're going to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that for a second. But that's where he is in his development. And that is certainly one of the things being talked about inside 1265 Lombardi as they wait to see what Aaron Rodgers wants to do because it is down to Aaron deciding to come back or not, wanting to play or not. Um, that they then will undoubtedly have these conversations about, do we think we are ready to hand these keys to the Ferrari, so to speak, over to Jordan Love? You guys know where I stand. I've been talking about it for over a year now. It's You, know, you drafted him. You put three years into him. You've developed him. He's ready to play. He should play. It's time to look to the future. That's my personal opinion. Now, I'll understand if the Packers don't go that way. I'll probably be disappointed, but I'll understand it. Uh, as I just said on the radio, if anybody was listening to my hit over there at uh, 97.3, the game, I do not for a moment think that if Aaron Rodgers were to return and become the head, you know, the starting quarterback for the Packers next year, I think, you know, this offense will be much improved with his chemistry with the young receivers. Who knows who's back in what capacity as far as the old heads? Um, I suspect probably Mercedes returns if Rodgers does, and I think there's a good chance Randall Cobb does. Probably Alan Lazard's out the door, et cetera. But I think Aaron Rodgers, with his thumb right and uh, with a, a decent, you know, another camp with these young guys to, to work through whatever they need to as far as timing and the looks and what they want to do against certain looks and in certain situations, especially red zone, I think he can put up big numbers again. And yeah, I think he can play at an MVP level. But you're not making, you're not making this decision with one year in mind. You got to make the decision based on what gives you, your franchise, the best opportunity to win it all going forward. Are you betting everything on the chance that Aaron Rodgers can help lead you to a Super Bowl next season, as opposed to starting whatever the Jordan Love era may be and a potential, another window of potential championships, championship runs at least, with a young quarterback who's ready to play? You guys know where I stand on it. And again, I know it's plenty of Roger stands out there who don't want to hear any of this, but um, I just think it's so obvious. And uh, it was funny. It was kind of I, the whole reason I was kind of reminded of this point was uh, Justice had his tweet up today with every Jordan Love throw from this season, which is funny because in a lot of those situations, it is mop up duty. And the defense, it's all very situationally driven. Defense is playing 
to try and keep everything in front of them. He's taking a lot of underneath stuff, as he should in that situation. But there's just not a ton you can kind of garner from a lot of those throws. Some of them, but not a lot of them. Um, but yeah, he's ready to play. He's ready to be on the field. He's ready to be leading an offense. Now, what's that outcome going to be? Does, do, do I think that automatically means he's ready to go on some magical, heroic, oh my gosh, we've got a third MVP-type quarterback in our midst in Green Bay? No. No, I do not. But he's ready to play. And I hope he'll be playing in Green Bay. How's everybody doing in the comments section? Big! B's here. What's up, Big B? So good to see you, man. Christopher, Christopher, I want to I want to begin by thanking you for your support as a Carry the G Club member. And your your comment here is: Mark my words, A Rod is coming back, but it will be on a cheaper deal, and so he doesn't cripple the organization while allowing us to have cap space to sign players. Christopher, that is the best Packers fan fiction I have ever read. Well done, good stuff, man. No notes. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Abdul. Thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron. What's the minimum you'd trade 12 for? Uh, I don't know. A first round pick, probably. I think they'll get a first. Um, I think there's a potential if enough kind of crazy owners looking to get butts in the seats or sell merch or maybe potentially even make a run to the Super Bowl get involved. Maybe you do see a bit of a bidding war and Hell, you could get a first and maybe a conditional pick that balloons into a second or a first if he's on the team, continues to play in the next season, etc. Um, but yeah, first round pick would do it. Now, look, would I be surprised if it's if he goes for less than a first round pick? Nope. No, I will not. But I think that's where you got to start, right? Jeezy baby, what's up, man? Thanks to Super Chat. Would you take a single first rounder for Rodgers? There you go. Just say, I answered two super chats in one answer. Look at that. Not bad. Vex, thanks for the super chat, buddy. Today's jam is Watsky ugly faces. Go listen to Watsky. Why do you dislike targeting? Why? Well, because you read the Discord. Well done. Targeting is the absolute worst. Talk about legislating intent. Targeting in college football is worse than roughing the passer in the NFL by a mile. It is the worst. It is a billion percent the worst. The fact that these kids are flying around a billion miles an hour, half the time these calls get made, you go back and you watch the replay, and there's no way for the kid to avoid it. The offensive player maybe lowers his head into the... And now they're the subject of targeting, and they get thrown out of the game? It's it's absolutely atrocious. It's the worst, worst rule in football. Vex, thanks again. Matt LaFleur didn't help Jordan Love in Kansas City. No, he did not. And I've talked about that here before. I, I got to think that's something that Matt goes back and looks at and tries to get better at. One of the areas that he needs to improve as far as trying to put your quarterback in the best position and tailoring whoever your quarterback, whatever your you know quarterback is under center for you, you got to tailor a game plan to their strengths. Because it sure felt like as that game went on, it was a game plan you know, completely centered around a quarterback who wasn't there. Um, and just in the run of the game, man, it was so obvious that they're coming after Jordan repeatedly, hot and heavy. Man, run. Give us a couple screens. Give us a draw play. Give us anything, something. Try and take the heat off your man. No question about it. 
Uh, Abdul, thanks again, buddy. Aaron, do you really buy that the uh, Jets want 12? Seems crazy to get up two firsts for a one to two year rental. That's what I was saying the other day. All it takes is one batshit owner. And Woody Johnson definitely counts in that regard. I mean, who knows who else is out there chomping at the bit? <coughs> but do I believe? I mean, I think they would love, love to have Rodgers in New York as a Jet. 100%. I buy that. Now, are they ready to give up two firsts? I don't know about that. That's probably pure conjecture. Um, but yeah, I would not doubt for a moment. Are you kidding me? There, there would probably be a ticker tape parade when they announced the uh, trade here in New York. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the Jets would love to get Aaron Rodgers. No doubt about that. But so would a lot of teams. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Travis, thanks for the super chat. We heard Rogers trade talk last year. Now this year, it's all speculation. I'll believe it when I see it. No question, man. No question about it. I, I've said it many times. I said it in my Rogers video last week. I totally get the mentality of, I had somebody in my Twitter mentions today. Wake me up if he gets traded or if he shows up for training camp. And I'm totally get that, man. But you live on the internet. And people on the internet are going to be talking about it. No question about it. Uh, what else we got, folks? We got Vex again. What's up, man? The mistake of everyone is assigning credit to Rodgers for the Super Bowl win while ignoring how legit the defense was. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think everyone recognizes what a complete team that was and how good that defense was. I mean, you had Clay Matthews making hay back in the day. Um, Colin Jenkins, everybody up front. You know, big grease. Uh, obviously, um, you got Tremont, everything he did, Nick Collins. I mean, I don't think anybody gives that defense short shrift. But quarterbacks, as Matt has talked about often, they always get 
way more credit and way more blame on either side of the ledger. And Rodgers in that Super Bowl is no different, right? Um, but that said, Rodgers played lights out in that game. He was awesome. So I have no problem with people talking about how he helped bring a title back to title town. Tyler, thanks for the super chat. Hard to watch the playoffs and not want a younger QB. It's funny you say that, Tyler, because I had that thought a couple of times over this weekend. And actually, you know, the last couple weekends. I mean, I want a young guy who can go out there and run around and make a play when things break down. Who can maybe get out of structure and do something with his legs or what have you. You know, and that's not to say that's what that's the only way or that's the answer or whatever. But, man, it's real apparent, especially... In the cold, uh, things get a little harder, a little old and cold action, you know. Like, you got a young guy. He's just going to be a little bit more active. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, man. I hear you. Joe, thanks again for the super chat. Do you think Rodgers thinks he can help turn around a losing team like the Jets, or do you want to go to a team that's already pretty good? I, I don't know if people know this outside of New York, but the Jets are pretty good. They have just been atrocious to watch on offense. But they've got talent. They got a lot of talent. They just need a quarterback in the worst way. So, I mean, I don't know if that's, you know, they could sell Rodgers on that, maybe. But, yeah, I do. I I absolutely think Rodgers can help turn the Jets around. No question. 1,000%. What's kind of funny, though, is that they just, you know, let go of Lafleur's brother, who would be running the similar system that he could have just walked right into. Um, and gone here, here are all the McCarthy era stuff that I like that we just added on to your bros offense in Green Bay. Uh, but now who knows? I have no idea who their offense coordinator is going to be. Although I know they did in, they did interview Nathaniel Hackett. Interesting timing, right? Um, this is busting you heard. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Aaron Rodgers, if you're watching this, please don't ever grow out of the State Farm commercial man bun again. Thanks, bro. Go pack go. Don't grow out the same. Yeah, it is a little striking every time it shows up now, right? I mean, it was it's good to see him on McAfee these weeks with the new shorter haircut back to old times. Yeah, that man that man bun can't can't do it anymore. What percentage would I give it that 12 is traded? Justin, exclusive content for everyone here on Packers Daily. 52.3%. What else we got, folks? What else we got? Luke, how you doing, man? Hope the uh, West Coast is treating you well. Does Watson's potential remind you of any player? Potential? I don't know. It's impossible to really say as far as potential. I mean, potential is untapped, right? It's unknowable, unseeable. Um, you talk about ceiling production-wise? Man, I don't know. That's hard. I, I you know, and the, here's the thing. Like, if you say a guy who's been really productive or was really productive in the NFL. And then everyone like goes, Oh, they, that's the benchmark. Right. But if you say like someone who had a lot of kind of athletic ability, but maybe never reached their potential and you make that comp, then you're like, Oh, he's not going to be productive. It's like, no, 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 no. It's see similarities. Um, you know, cause hell he could be, he could be Greg Jennings with more like Moss like catches in his arsenal than Greg did because Greg was never that type of receiver. Um, and I don't think, you know, I think Watson's got a long way to go to become the polished route runner Greg was. Um, but, you know, as far as body control and uh, separation and ability to get yards after catch, I can see that. That works. Mario, thanks for the super chat. Uh, 
Not saying Love is going to be Aaron, but I think he'll be a good enough starter to win you some games. I agree, Mario. The problem is, is the moment, I mean, the nanosecond you say that, someone on the internet goes, oh, well, you're not interested in winning championships? Like, yes, there is more than one way to win championships. Look, the, the, the really disappointing part about Jordan Love and his journey so far as a Green Bay Packer, just from, strictly from a team-building standpoint, is that they haven't been able to take advantage of the fact that he's on his rookie contract. Like, you look at the guys that are left, whether it's Jalen Hurts, whether it's Joe Burrow, hell, Brock Purdy, although that's a very different circumstance, obviously. You know? It's just like, these are all young guys on their initial deal. So their team has been able to go and surround them with a bunch of talent. Whereas the Packers have this old head with this monster contract taking up a boatload of cap space. It's a lot harder to put that team together, especially... When you're building around that guy for three years, trying to kick the can down the street, trying to make it happen. So the advantage you had, you've squandered. Basically twice. One on the edge of trying to get Aaron back to a Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. And on the other hand, you had this young guy sitting here with this really advantageous cap situation that you never took advantage of. It's a double whammy. It's a killer, man. It's a total killer. Uh, next, do we have the cap space to quote reload this year? As Rogers says, he would want in order to return. Not really, Mike. Uh, kind of. I mean, they can kick the can again and make some like really, um, I don't want to say tight moves, but some moves to to free up some space. Maybe get around ten million dollars in wiggle room, if that. You know, they are tight against it. And I don't think they're going to make a splash in free agency. Maybe they make a trade here or there. But, I mean, essentially, they'd be bringing the band back together. That's what makes it so kind of curious that the Packers would want to go down that road. I mean, they've done it, what, three years in a row now to diminishing returns. What's this fourth magical time going to do, given the constraints they've got on the cap? I don't know. Uh, What else we got, folks? What else we got? John Simitovich missed my carry of the G chat. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. John, where did it? Where, where is it? Wait, I'm going back up. I'm going back up. I'm going back up. Going back up the chat. Going back up the chat. Got that one. Got that one. Where is it? Did it not show up? Got that. Got that. Where is it? Oh my gosh. Does it not show up on my aggregator? <gasps> That'd be terrible if true. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, well, I'm going to have to get that, uh, I'm going to have to get that fixed, bud. Sorry. I'm it's not showing up on my, on my drop down here. I'm really sorry about it. Uh, menace. Thanks to super chat. Boss needs to chill out with staff meetings at 4 PM. So I can be here live. My Packer bros and sis are far more interesting than the office space boss I work for. <laughs> oh, menace. I don't ever want you to get in trouble, buddy. So, uh, you take it easy, man. We're always available on replay. Don't do anything dumb. But I appreciate the support. Uh, the well Hungarian. Wow, what a handle. If 12 is gone, you take a quarterback in the draft with a pick? I think so. Most likely, yeah, they'll, they'll draft someone and probably sign somebody too. Um, some kind of vet. 
to be the, the nominal backup. Uh, but yeah, I think most likely they do. Although, who knows? Maybe they are in love with Danny Etling. I highly doubt it, but you never know. But yeah, I would suspect they will most likely take a quarterback in this draft if that were to be the case. What position is needed to reload? Defensive line, tight end. There you go. That'll do her. Scott, thanks for the super sticker. Really, really appreciate it, man. Uh, Abdul, thanks again, buddy. John was asking, would they consider a deal from an NFC team if it was better than any of the AFC deals? John, again, I'm really sorry. I, I couldn't see your chat, but uh, it is a very good question. One thing I would caution everybody on, and this is like down to basically living on the internet, be very conscious of the headlines that you're reading and making sure that you go and look at the source material that the aggregators or the retweeters or whatever, however you're seeing it, how they are characterizing it and what is actually said are often very different. The thing about the NFC, AFC kind of note that has been flying around the Twitter sphere today you know, Schefter didn't report this. The fact that his his idea, his thinking was that the Packers wouldn't trade within the NFC. That was his feeling. That was his idea. It was not a report. He didn't get that from a source. So I know traditionally teams have tried to shy away from it. I know back in the day, Ted was steadfast in refusing to trade Brett within the NFC. Things are a little different now, though. I mean, don't forget, the Packers traded with the Minnesota Vikings to get the pick that ended up being Christian Watson. You know, teams are not as reticent now to deal within the conference. And I think that's a good thing. I think the smart teams do that. You don't kind of just hedge and make yourself, you know, you'll limit your options just because you want to keep somebody out of another team's hands. If you can get a good deal, you get that deal. Um, I think you're kind of cutting off your nose to spite your face if you limit yourself to one conference only. Um, so, yeah, I think they will consider all deals, is my guess. Um, that's my feeling, not a report. But that that would be my hunch. John, thanks again. Abdul is the real MVP. Thanks, buddy. Go, Pat, go. Yeah, it's so weird. I couldn't see that. I don't know why. It used to do it, but maybe did I hit something? I don't know. Maybe not. Roger's going to be a commander, isn't he? Oh, man. Could you imagine? Hey. They could sell him on getting a throw to McCor the that young McLaurin, that young receiver that the Packers should have drafted. Uh, Dennis, unless Aaron Rodgers says it from his mouth to the public, then it's all speculation and heresy. Hearsay or heresy, whichever. Um, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I could see Rodgers in New Orleans. That would be fascinating. If only because... This is the team that kicked the can forever and got themselves in hell because of Drew Brees. And then they turn around and make this deal for this insane contract that Rodgers has to try and get back to a Super Bowl uh, with a superstar QB. And they've got pieces. I mean, Olave certainly fits the bill as a receiver. You got a great running back. It might be attractive to him. Who knows? Nothing is going to happen for at least another month. I need a drink. Robert, you're not incorrect. And I think that I think the at least is the important distinction here. I think it's going to be a while, no doubt about it. Now, we all say all that, and then he'll wake up on Friday, like whale watching, and be like, I'm back. And 
we'll we'll deal with the fallout all weekend. It'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Uh, Porkmaster, what's going on, man? Porkmaster, put this at the bottom of the carry the G cans. Satiate your competitive hole. That's outstanding. <laughs> if you don't know what that's referencing, then you definitely missed Pat McAfee this afternoon. That's amazing. <laughs> so good, Porkmaster. You're right. I saw you on Twitter say that you had one in the barrel, and you definitely let both barrels loose. That was great. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. If you are a Carry the G Club member and or a Patreon member, I'll see you on happy hour at the top of the hour, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you can join us. If not, please do hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.